Hello, hello, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as a modern medium. And the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all to tap in and get real comfy to discover how we can connect to our divine selves through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so much for finding me. And if you're a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back every week or whenever you please to listen in on the magic. If you haven't already, make sure to give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen, as well as giving me a follow on Instagram at the modern medium underscore where you can stay up to date with all the silliness and some really quick informative posts about spirituality and mental health and going along on this beautiful, confusing path we call life. And if you feel ready and feel called to book a reading with me or work with me in any capacity, simply click on the link in my Instagram bio and all of my services to work with me, whether that's one-on-one readings, mentorship, soul path sessions, or my Voxer chat container, they are all available to book and they have an immediate Stripe link. However, if you do have any questions about services when it comes to payment plans or which one is best for you or anything else that you're confused about and you just want some clarity, feel free to email me and you could also head to my website at themodernmedium.co and that's where you can also explore my services. Oh my goodness. Hello, you guys. I am currently in my robe, fresh out of the shower, and I'm feeling so fresh and really excited to share this episode because it's pretty contingent slash a part two from episode 45 about red flags and spiritual practitioners. And of course, we can't just focus on the negatives. We have to celebrate, but also really focus on the positives because yes, we know that there are you know, ill-intentioned people, practitioners, whoever it may be out there, but also there's beautiful practitioners out there and hope is not lost. You are going to be taken care of. You are going to be wonderful and you are also so deeply supported, whether it's by you listening to this podcast or leaning on a friend or finding the practitioner that best suits you and your needs, you are not alone. And these are green flags. There's actually so many of them, which just makes me really, really happy because, again, there's so many beautiful qualities about practitioners and there's many, many beautiful people out there. And I also wanted these to make sure they directly bounced off the ones I mentioned in episode 45. If you haven't listened to that one already, totally listen to that one. After this, there's no need to listen to that one before this in any capacity, but it's also very, very helpful just to be really aware of what to look out for when it comes to alarm bells. So let's just get started. So green flag number one is they empower your intuition and teach you ways to connect deeper. So one of the first points I mentioned in episode 45 was that they make you really question your intuition when on your own you feel very compatible, you feel very at peace with your truth and your intuition, but when you seem to express it to them, they counteract it and they make you really walk away with a lot of doubt. 
So with the green flag and a practitioner, they really want to empower you, but also they want to keep guiding you in ways to help you unblock those pathways, whether that's mental or spiritual, emotional, physical, or just teach you more techniques, whether that's practical or just getting in touch deeper with your guides. They want you to explore how you can get to know yourself even more. They want to celebrate your gifts. Number two, they give you loving feedback that feels motivating, nurturing, and loving. And if there is a safety issue with your practice, whether it's with boundaries or techniques, they will teach and steer you with ethical direction of alignment and pure God energy. So I really wanted to mention, of course, they give you feedback because not that your practice is wrong, but there's just really important invocations and boundaries we need to set. We also want to make sure that we're just honoring God. We're honoring spirit. We're honoring gift. We're also honoring ourselves. You know, we also don't want to appropriate anything. So as practitioners with beautiful green flags, we really want to make sure that we just, we just point you in the right direction, that we just guide you. And we make sure that we don't allow you to walk away feeling not only doubtful, but also doubtful of your gifts, doubtful of your abilities, like your practice isn't good enough or you're doing something wrong. Really, it's not really ever about doing anything wrong because as I always talk about, it's really intention. Intention is everything. So as long as your intention and your heart is in it for the reasons of God and servitude, then that's really all you need. But it's just us giving you pointers. It's nothing, nothing crazy. So number three, we simply use or teach with terminology for spiritual exploration, understanding, and healing. And this terminology is not forced and it is not dogmatic. So we use terminology because it just allows you to, whether it's really connect with the practices, understand them, allow you to kind of chew on them. Terminology is... It really, really is for exploration. It's really for education, exploration, and understanding, and whatever that may lead to. That could lead to healing. That could lead to awakening. It could lead to expansion, whatever that may be. And something that is really, really important is we can't force this terminology on you nor anyone else. We don't need to use certain words in order to actually do it right or connect with the practice. We can just simply say, you know, we don't have to say ascension or up-leveling. We can just say, wow, I feel really different. I just feel really good. I feel, I just feel like a different person. I feel that I've really elevated in who I am as a human being. Like you just, sometimes these terminologies have been weaponized against us, which is a huge problem. And this terminology has become I wouldn't say gatekept, but very like us or them. It's become very divisive. It's it's just been used in the wrong way. And again, I'm always going to kind of refer back in this episode to episode 45 because a red flag is when they use really, they use this terminology as a weapon. They use it to really turn against you and stab you in the back. And it's really confusing because of course you are learning this terminology to heal, to grow, to understand, and you kind of build a relationship with this practice. Not only you're just building a relationship with it, it's a very deep, 
sacred practice. So when the sacred language is used against you, it's incredibly manipulative and it's really scary. And it's also gaslighting because you're really questioning your sanity and your worth and your work and you're questioning it all. So we use terminology for exploration, for knowledge, for healing, and for understanding. Number five, we will make you feel a part of a, a, a part of a community and not, ooh. Oh my God, sorry. I just realized I like skipped ahead. So this is actually number four. We will make you feel a part of a community and not alone. We will embrace you and your unique gifts and qualities and how you move and connect with spirit. So there is pretty much going back to giving feedback. There is no one way or the highway to connect with God. And I'm sure by you listening to this podcast, you already understand that. And you've also already probably seen that in the world where, yes, we've become really divided and dualistic in terms of this way or the highway, or you're doing it wrong, I'm doing it right. And that there's just no, that is just, first of all, that's not the goal of the mission of God and what he set out to do with bringing us closer to him and bringing us in alignment with our soul. But also you should never feel isolated. You should never feel ostracized. And yes, of course, the spiritual path or diving into your gifts and alignment can feel very isolating at times. It can feel very lonely. But however, you're not alone though. And again, this is why you're listening to this podcast because you're seeking for that. You're seeking support. You're seeking validation and you're seeking ways to understand yourself even more. Simply by you listening to me, like you are, you are already a part of a community. And whenever a practitioner is meant to work with a client, they are meant to embrace them and how they connect with spirit, how they speak, how they dance, how they roll with spirit. And everyone's medicine. Yeah, there again, something I always say is there's always shared experiences with spirit, no doubt, but also our medicine, for the most part, all of us are very different in the way we connect with spirit and the way we meditate with spirit and the way we speak with spirit. And no one should be criticized for that. We should actually, in fact, embrace one another for that because it just shows the many facets and just reflections of God. We are all reflections and made in God's name and creation. We are not meant to feel separate. We are all one. So number five, any and all information with clients is completely confidential and is safe. So this should just be a bottom line with safety. Your information as a client is so precious and it's so private. And I'm not saying every single client is going to have like information that isn't exciting to share or is not meant to be talked about. But of course, there's going to be clients that come up with come come to us with really sacred, touchy information. And we want to make sure everything in our power to one, make them feel safe, not only in the present moment, but also when they walk away from us, ending a session with us. We want them to know that everything they told us is safe with us. It will not be used against them and it will not be used to be weaponized against them or gaslight them or in any way that is harmful to them. Number six, 
communicates with spirit for healing messages and emphasizes that spirit is not stuck, uh, but always evolving on the other side. So I guess it's kind of a two-parter. All practitioners that are meant to be here for the collective in terms of guiding you, helping you, or raising the vibration of the collective, as of course it always comes with working with shadow energy and working with pains and losses and traumatic situations, that doesn't mean that we are or should be working, deliberately working with underworld or dark energy. We are always on the mission to provide healing, whether that's with our communication or with our presence, with our touch, with our words, with whatever it may be. But also we shouldn't be fear-mongering you guys. And a big thing that has become a trend, which is really terrible and how practitioners have taken advantage of clients is that spirit is stuck, which is just not true. Uh, when you cross over, you are crossed, you have entered the gates of heaven. However, we are always evolving on the other side. And you also have a choice when you reach your counsel on the other side and they kind of ask you, how was it? How was life? How are you doing? And again, we, I don't even know the full extent of what goes on on the other side. And I think that's obviously for a reason. I don't think we're meant to know exactly what goes on the other side. I am not meant to be a fortune teller, nor is any practitioner. We are not meant to reveal all the secrets of the other side. We're just meant to provide really healing messages and guidance and presence connecting to the other side where we can bring and provide toolbox or breadcrumbs of hope, of love, of delight, of wisdom to guide you to your higher self. Number seven, practitioners do not claim to be the healer, but we simply have surrendered to be the vessel and we have surrendered to do this work to bring forth healing energy from God's source energy and without God, we wouldn't be able to do this work. So a very common red flag in a practitioner is if they have anything that is close to or is a God complex. Run the other way because it is so inappropriate. None of us, we are obviously all created in God, universe, divine, the labyrinth and web of life. We are all one, but we are not God. We are human beings with our limits. And that's why we connect to God because we are always aligning ourselves so we can actually live in balance with living and breathing in this human experience but also leaning on the higher power of God, of source, of Sophia Christ consciousness in order to walk through life, in order to surpass limitations that we may burden ourselves with as a human being. And of course, spirit has their limitations and we have our limitations, but that's why we work together. And We are not, as humans, I mean, my goodness, I feel like we don't even have to repeat this, but we are not superhuman. We are not any more special than you are. We are, no one or none of us 
were given more awesome strands of DNA than you. Everyone is absolutely beautiful and made in God's name and his and in their creation. It's just this mission is all about helping one another realize our connection and realize that we are all one. So I know that was long-winded, but really in this practice, as an intuitive practitioner, healing practitioner, whatever you may be, whatever they are when you're searching, they should be absolutely humbled by this work. This is very humbling work and we are constantly learning every single day. And it's it's kind of a joke. I don't ever want it to come off self-deprecating, but I always joke to myself and with my practitioner friends. I'm like, I know nothing because every single day I learn, literally every single day I learn, I am always in awe of God and of spirit and like what I'm shown every single day. And this is just really humbling work. And we never want you to feel like you are less than us because we are all gorgeous creatures. Number eight, we do not push our work on you because if it is meant for you, it's yours no matter what. And you will never miss out if it's not meant for you. What is pretty common these days is what either happens is you see like an someone that's like a coach or a practitioner or a healer and they really push this work on you and they use really targeting messaging or advertising that makes you feel like you're missing out or but missing out in a way where it's you won't be enough without it or you won't realize your dreams without it. Our work is simply for those who not only are willing to this work, but also if it's literally truly meant for them. Again, you may be a listener of my podcast, but also maybe I'm not meant to be your medium and that's okay. I, I'm not meant to be everyone's medium. I, I totally respect that. And that also kind of goes to like all of our medicine is so unique. And I even think about I've, I've had other people kind of reach out to me and invite me to retreats or whatever. And I'm not saying like, oh my God, I'm so popular. But I never felt like they were mine to participate in or to go because I knew it wasn't the medicine for me. And so I knew that I wasn't missing out. And that's not discounting their magic or their medicine, but it's just not meant for me. So I don't think I'm missing out. And I would never want to push my programs on you because if it's not meant for you, then it just feels icky. If it's meant for you, you're going, it's going to be yours no matter what. And that's the same with everyone. And then number nine, there is no competitive nature. We are all on the same mission of raising the vibration of the collective in whatever unique way that may be with your own unique gifts. And this is something that's really interesting because I think one, I've just never been a competitive person ever. I really have never had a competitive bone in my body. And I kind of laugh because I was in competitive dance for a long time and I never got first place really I mean I guess when I was in a team with people but when I soloed I really never got first place and I like cared but didn't really care and I just think with everything else I've just never been competitive because 
from the beginning, I was just like, why waste all this effort if it's not meant for me? Like why, like why expel all this energy when it's just like, what's the reward? Like just because I got first place and whoop-de-doo, what's next? And I think obviously now I know that with a competitive nature, I'm not saying like discounting your competitive nature. If you are competitive, there is something really wonderful about drive and ambition and all of that. I'm driven too, but we, I guess when you put it in terms of in the practitioner field and industry, I do not feel like I'm in competition with other practitioners because we are all on the same wavelength we're all on the same mission and something that's been interesting is I know for instance I've had friends question oh like did you look at competitive pricing with other practitioners or what are they doing and I'm like to be honest I'm not basing my pricing or my services like off another one for a competition like people are gonna pay for my services when they are meant to work with me I'm not pricing myself in a way that is going to feed competition. I'm pricing myself in a way that honors my work and honors my time and my energy and I believe is fit for what I give to my clients. I'm not in competition with other people. And I believe like when you co- when you come across a practitioner that is really competitive but in the nature of betterment or it's a different there's a motive instead of the motive of we're all in the same mission, we're all in it for God and spirit, then that's kind of, eh, it's not, it's not the greatest. And number 10, they are forever students and are open about their learning curves. Like I was just saying earlier, we are learning or we should be learning every single day, whether that's in really humbling moments or in a mistake or in just simply whatever kind of understanding that is. It doesn't need to be dramatic. It doesn't need to shift or ruin or blow up your entire day. But we as practitioners must be open about our learning curves and we must be open to learning and being a student and being humbled every single day in this practice. Because, well, first of all, we're getting in touch with God and spirit, which is ever knowing and vast and undulating in the most beautiful way. And the knowledge doesn't stop. The learning doesn't stop. So who are we to say that we believe that the learning stops on the earthly plane from one another, from a book, from a practitioner, from a mentor, from a teacher, from a beloved student or client? We are always learning. And we also need to be open about our learning curves. We totally make mistakes as practitioners. I have, yes, I've made tons of mistakes, but you know what? Guess what? I know that I am learning from it and it's only empowering me as a practitioner. It's only guiding me. It's only affirming me. It's also even drawing me closer to spirit. It's drawing me closer to God. It's drawing me closer to my mission, but also it draws me closer to my community and my friends. When I lean on, let's say I mentioned her a lot, my best friend Kayla, I'm like, Kayla, oh my God, this happened. What the heck? And we bond about it. And then I learn from her and she learns from me and it's fun. It's great. Always, always, always practitioners, be open and be so willing to take part in your knowledge and where this journey takes you. So anyways... I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it brought you light and peace and joy and also excitement for when you 
find the practitioner that's meant for you or if you're working with a practitioner and they check all the boxes and I am so, so excited for you. And I'm sure this doesn't even cover half of it, half of the beautiful, many amazing green flags that practitioners are exuding. However, this is a beautiful start. And if you have any questions or suggestions in terms of a green flag or in terms of what else you should be looking for or any questions at all, please feel free to email me at hello at themodernmedium.co. If this episode was super helpful for you, please let me know. Don't be shy. DM me on Instagram at themodernmedium underscore or again, email me. I'd love to hear how these episodes resonate. Feel free to share these episodes or any episode episode with a dear friend, family member, whoever they may be, whoever is in on the magic. And of course, make sure to give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen so you can always stay up to date when episodes drop. And of course, when you feel ready and feel called to book a reading with me, book a service with me in any capacity, head to my website at themodernmedium.co and also my links for all my services are also available on my almost said LinkedIn. What? Gross. On my Instagram. What the heck? My link tree is available on my Instagram where you can check out all of my services. They're ready to book. And of course, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to ask me anything about pricing, about which one is best for you. Book a discovery call if that feels good to you. And I am just really excited. Thank you so much. And we will get together next time.